0: hey what's going on so today I wanted to make this video and invite my girlfriend Laura and basically get her take and opinion on what she thinks about my RSD slash pickup past so I think it'll be interesting
1: yeah (laughs) um Well, well yeah
0: I can start off by asking what do you think about let me ask you this, when did you first find out that I was, like, about my past?
1: I guess when I asked you, um, after I asked you what do you do for work, and you told me, like, the no marketing? So I was like, oh, okay, but when we got, uh, when we went on more dates, I think, and then just one day, um, like oh so like tell me more specifically about like what do you do and I remember you were working like as sales or something for uh the attractive man right yeah and then I was like oh well what is that and then uh, he told me oh well so we help guys um pretty much you know learn the skills to be able to find a girlfriend or partner in their life or as well just meet girls
0: Mm -hmm. i think uh well i I just want to clarify a couple of things there because uh, basically after i left rsd i started working with the attractive man which is another dating company uh, with matt artisan and also another thing is that i don't think that was the first time no i think the first time was when you were scrolling through my facebook (laughs) remember and i had all these posts from vegas
1: oh yeah with all
0: these that's like true. yeah all these nights of me going out with, <laughs> in i remember because you're like who are these girls <laughs> <laughs> i had all these like snapchat stories um of me with girls and stuff this is when i was promoting
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's actually true because uh yeah i was going through his facebook and I was seeing a bunch of, like, party videos and where he was dancing. And, like, <laughs> I was like, who are these girls? Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> You're like, you don't dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: was, because, you know, how I met Marcus, he was, like, he, like, nightclubs and stuff wasn't really his thing. Um, but, you know, scrolling through that, I was like, "Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Because I really don't like nightclubs that much. I don't like bars, nightclubs going out, I don't really drink, um, but yeah, when I went to Thailand, I, well, it was basically, you know, when, when I was in Vegas, I was going out all the time, then I went to Thailand and was like, I don't even know why I keep going out, I'm just gonna like slow it down. And mm-hmm. so when I met Laura, I hadn't really been going out for a long time. Um, and so she saw that on my Facebook, and she was like, what is this? This is not who I know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was like, who are these ugly girls?
0: Laura! <laughs> <laughs> wow. I talk Just about kidding. not judging on my channel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. Well, so from what you know, like, how would you describe RSD or the pickup thing from your perspective? Like, how do you understand that?
1: Um, well again I was like super new to this until I met you so you know the more I got to understanding it at first I really didn't know what I thought it was just like some dating advice type of stuff just like helping people you know find get into relationships and just like mostly like dating advice but then um, Marcus would just, like we would look at some videos and you would show me you know these people these coaches guys who would help with this and I was like oh so this is not just like you know dating and stuff it's like a little bit more in depth and there's more to it than what I thought.
0: Mm-hmm. So what videos do you see? Uh,
1: well I guess the ones you showed me like um, I guess the first video we saw was from the attractive man one where I remember he was explaining, like, a very simple way of just, like, cooking up with getting their phone number, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I think you also saw one with Owen, which is the guy with the beard, and yeah, he's, like, on the street. Yeah, talking we to also people. saw that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, this is pretty interesting but far from that I didn't like really get so much into it Mm
0: -hmm. okay well from what you could tell do you think that RSD and whole pickup thing do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing for guys
1: um (laughs) well to be honest I guess you know For me, what I think, based on my perspective of it, is if it's, like, to help with more skills within yourself, you want to get better with, like, socializing or you just want to, you know, uh, be able to go into your weaknesses. I guess I see it more like a personal development type of way. If you're getting into that, I think that's good. But um, I just don't really like, like, the tags and the mind games and these type of things I don't really like those strategies and you know for me I think it's not so much like this structure or type of thing of how you go into it or like oh you have to say this and these are the pickup lines and all of this stuff because it's kind of like also treating women like if we're some or something (laughs) or like yeah it's just I don't know I find it a little bit weird and I also find it like sometimes guys probably overthink too much because they have an overload of information so when it comes to go and you know try to like talk to a girl or something it just like it hurts them more than them being their authentic self.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think um, there's definitely parts of that that I would resonate with too, where I think a lot of times guys will externalize their objective, in the sense that they make, like Laura said, they make women the prize, or the objective of, you know, having sex is basically the objective, or hooking up Um, at the end of the day, I think it's kind of like a, a carrot on a stick where it's using that it's almost like a, it's like a sugar-coated pill right a mm-hmm. medicine where on the outside you wrap the marketing of this is going to help you get laid and on the inside is the medicine of this is going to help you improve as a man what i think that most guys what they overlook sometimes is that they think the sugar part of it is everything and they forget that they need to work on the medicine part there otherwise they're just working on the symptoms and not the cause right? if you make your objective always just hooking up which is something that I've done in the past then you actually end up with very questionable decisions in your life and it could really for me I had some things that I had to work on um, I had to like recover because my reputation was really harmed um, and it's not just with girls it's also with high status guys in your life and also with business relationships. If you prioritize hooking up and you don't have that self control or that discipline to know when the right time to push things or assert things and when the time is to back off, you're going to end up in very questionable situations that could lead to very bad consequences in your life. So that's why I, I really, I really urge people and guys that are in this to look at both sides of it and think for themselves. Because I think that there's a lot of RSD guys and pickup guys that just, they don't even question what they're told. They think that everything that's on YouTube or everything that they hear from a free tour, that's truth and gospel and they need to execute on this without thinking about, okay, well, this is the context of the situation, should I apply this principle in this situation they just apply one principle to everything and they don't think about the context of a situation there's sometimes when what an instructor says on a youtube video or on stage is inappropriate for a certain context and i had a hard time discerning the differences sometimes and sometimes it just takes some experience and time that's why i'm making this that's why we're making this video too is to to encourage you to think for yourself there's so many guys that I I'm, know I'm, I'm ranting here and this should be an interview but um, I just encourage you to think for yourself and really think about is this principle right for the context
1: exactly you definitely you know need to question different things when it comes to like because you know uh, I think I've also seen like oh like priority is getting laid or priorities doing this and they even congratulate you on it or you know it's like oh you finally passed the test or whatever but I still think there's more to that than just what just simply you know making that the outcome because like you're really thinking about it that way and I think also at the time when it comes to getting laid it also doesn't feel so right and often like how it's supposed to feel it just feels like some game and you're like okay well i got over like i got with it i did it already like what's next
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah there's a couple of things there i think one thing that you mentioned was about the prize part of it and um we actually used to do that literally in our immersion program was we would reward people we would reward guys with like uh with praise in our group chat and then also sometimes we would buy them a drink (laughs) what do you think about that
1: um i mean i don't really know yeah like i mean i guess praise is all right but then it becomes kind of like because you're also dealing with very vulnerable feelings here and when you mess around with praise and like buying them something, that you're creating like some type of love language, I believe, there, even though you know it's just you know you're uh, developing a skill or whatever, but you're also making it now dependable that now the next time you have to continue on getting this price or whatever and if you don't do it then that makes you feel bad because you're so used to receiving praise and the price and this and that and now you're like putting yourself in a standard where this should be happening all the time
0: yeah mm-hmm. i think that's a really good point actually is that it's basically validating guys and training them in it's almost like pavlovian conditioning meaning that there's this experiment in psychology where they would ring the bell and feed the dog and they train the dog to basically start to salivate like want the food whenever they ring the bell Mm -hmm. and so it's the same thing i think with guys it's like we were basically training guys that you know if they get laid then that's the reward because we were associating encouragement and validation with hooking up, and that was the end objective. Now, the thing is, if you're using that as a medium for self-improvement, I get it, and sometimes it can inspire you or motivate you to get better in your life, which is great, but the part that I didn't necessarily align with, even though I was participating in that practice at the time, I don't, looking back on it, I'm like, basically, we were rewarding guys or, or conditioning guys to receive validation when they got laid Mm -hmm. and what that does is it reinforces this belief that as guys that's how we establish ourselves as guys almost that's like our masculinity right and that's honestly not really true like true masculinity or confidence doesn't come from external validation from praise from other people or buying someone a drink when they get laid. It comes from yourself, your inner self, knowing yourself. And that's why I'm such a strong advocate of doing meditation retreats, doing digital detoxes, removing the voices, the external voices from your environment so you can start listening to yourself and get to know who you are, who your val- what your values are instead of just taking on the beliefs of other people that you see on YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that completely makes sense. Uh, Knowing yourself, sitting with yourself, and really, you know, even being able to disattach yourself from what you've believed before. And I think it also comes to a matter of also knowing what is the type of praise that's actually just going to, that you're going to see it as gratitude. And like, in a way, I appreciate it right? Because it's not like also receiving praise or just saying, oh no, I don't need it or anything like that. It's also about being able to appreciate it, but not depending on it. Like, you can really go a very wrong way with that, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, from your perspective, what do you think the significance of sex is?
1: Um, the significance of sex you know, and to be honest with you, I don't think it's just guys. Girls go through this also. And for us sometimes, you know, for I know for me as well, sex sometimes meant validation for me. And you know, I feel like I kind of understand, you know, where uh when you get into this, where that's coming from because that not only like validates you from your friends or whatever, but it makes you feel like, oh, someone wants me or someone cares mm-hmm. about me. And those are like very vulnerable points. But when you just attach yourself from that idea, you kind of now feel, you know what, I appreciate it. I see it as something like very beautiful that comes into my life. But I don't necessarily need to live off from that and feel like if I don't have sex or whatever, I'm not wanted or um, I'm not pretty or I'm not good enough or I'm like, you know, all of these thoughts that I used to have it bef- about it before.
0: Mm-hmm. So you see girls kind of getting into this as well, where a lot of times girls are, they, they crave that validation too
1: we do it's just that you know sometimes i mean we're also like around the same area but we crave it sometimes with our other friends or even i guess we also take a look into it like a status in a way so when we see one of our friends you know she's having like a really fun time she has such a good boyfriend and we see all of that that the other friend has that we are elevating them into a higher status thinking oh they're living the life and I wish I had that life. So girls, we see it more as like, oh, what I wish I had, I, I wish I had it like how she has it, mm-hmm. or even, um, and it can, can go to sex as well, but, you know, girls are more like the, they try to push it away to not show it, because we kind of feel like that makes us look more confident, even though sometimes, you know, we do want to have sex, but when you disattach yourself from it and just like seeing it more like, you know. Um, I also respect myself and know that if I want to have sex, it's because of this. And it's not necessarily because I need a value anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I think that's an important point too, is that I think there is like an analogous sort of thing where... Guys, yes, they they are looking for that short-term hookup. That's like, you know, for guys going out to a nightclub, that's kind of their goal, right? For girls, I feel like sometimes it is that, right? They want that short-term hookup. They just want to have fun. But a lot of times their main focus is more about how can I find a cool guy to have a relationship with? Yeah. Right, they want, I feel like a lot of girls are looking for more of a relationship, and so, I think something that I learned from RSD in the pickup community is this is like a dogma that I personally, I'm not sure if I agree with this or not, it's like in order to get control over a relationship with a girl, you need to have sex with her as fast as possible. What do you think about that idea?
1: Um. I'm not really sure about that idea because... And you know what? I think girls think the same way, but they think it in a way that's a little bit more opposite. So it's kind of like the more I resist having sex with this guy, the more he'll be interested and he'll push forward and, like, he'll be behind me, texting me, and doing all of this stuff. So we take it kind of like the opposite approach. But still, like... I think things should be going slow and, you know, you're not meeting someone and and girls, we have that a lot where we just fall easily sometimes and like, you know, the first person we see and they do something nice for us, we're already like, oh my God, he's the love of my life and we're going to get married. But, you know, it's not necessarily like that. Relationships take time to build such as friendships as well, you know, they take time and, from that is when you start like really getting to know the person for who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think at the end of the day, it's about trust, right? Because girls are really looking for a guy that they can trust even in a nightclub, even if they're looking for like a short term hookup, because it's a lot more risky for a girl to go home with a guy. Yeah. It's a lot more risky physically and socially and emotionally. Right? because physically obviously guys are biologically stronger physically typically than a girl is so they can do a lot of harmful things to a girl and a girl mm-hmm. has that fear I don't think a lot of guys get that and there's something where okay so something that happened for me was when I was working in Dallas I was living in Dallas at one point and I had actually started working at a frozen yogurt shop and I didn't know it was in like the, the gay district of Dallas, like the LGBT district of Dallas. So I remember part of it was I had to like go out and promote and I went to a nightclub. Like a it was like a gay bar basically. And it's interesting because when you reverse the roles and you're the guy that's getting hit on and stuff. It was such a, a surreal experience because I was like my entire life I've been that guy and now I know how it feels to be in the opposite position. Yeah. And um and I remember at one point I was a little bit scared because there's like a guy that was more aggressive, and I'm like, okay, just get away from me. I feel feel kind of creeped out. This is enough. Mm-hmm. Enough is enough. Like no means no. And uh until you have that experience for yourself, you don't really understand it. And so I think a lot of guys are Are not sensitive to that at all and including myself at one point where we just are super aggressive and we don't realize how a girl is feeling in that moment and we just keep pushing and pushing and we don't really understand that sometimes a girl is physically afraid right they're afraid of what you're gonna do to her just Mm -hmm. biologically and also emotionally right you don't want to open yourself up to a guy who's not trustworthy that's just a female instinct because biologically too, evolutionarily speaking, a girl is wired also for, for nurture because if a guy leaves, if a guy just leaves after a female gives birth, then that significantly reduces their chance of survival, like the offspring's chance of survival. So it's like an evolutionary perspective too. There's a science, science behind it as well. And guys, sometimes evolutionarily speaking they tend to be very task oriented very strategic because they're the ones that are you know in nature they're the hunters and gatherers they're the ones who are getting the food so they think differently about things and girls are more wired so here's another point is this perspective on truth where guys see truth as very analytical They want to look at the content of what you're saying and break it down and say, is this truthful? Are you keeping to your word? Whereas a girl, she's more in the moment and free-flowing and present, where she's like, does he mean what he says? Is he emotionally in alignment, is he congruent with what he's saying? So it's actually two different definitions. So a girl could say things that look like they're dishonest, or she's lying, because she says she's going to show up at a certain time, at a certain place, but she's emotionally being truthful with herself, because in that moment she didn't want to really go to that place. But she's also maintaining harmony in that relationship, right? So I didn't really understand that until actually much later, probably during our relationship, where. I didn't really understand why, why doesn't a girl just tell me that she can't make it? Why does she have to like come up with these excuses? She actually, Laura didn't really do that, like Laura was, Laura actually showed up on time. She showed up before I did to our first date. Um, but I think when you talked to me about it, I started to understand it more. Um, it wasn't so much that you were doing it yourself, it's more like I started to see the perspective on that
1: and actually we had a talk about this now that I remember where we were talking about you know why do after you like give your number to a girl or whatever or invite her somewhere she's like um, oh you know what or she makes up an excuse when you ask for her number I have a boyfriend or the common excuse of like um, I don't know um, like they say oh yeah yeah sure and like you guys agree with something but she doesn't show up or anything but it's like it doesn't necessarily mean that girls are lying and I know a lot of guys are like I just want more directness if you don't like me just say no right we don't really do that because we just in a way we think it's kind of like an easier way just to say you know what I'm like I can't um just to be like super direct we rather just like And, you know, you might call it, like, mind games or something. But to be honest with you, I think girls don't even find it hurtful. And we just find it in a way where I just want to make sure that we're okay.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I don't want to make you angry, but um, I just want to keep that harmony as well.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it comes from a place of fear, too, because I think a lot of guys don't realize what girls go through sometimes when maybe they have been direct or honest with the guy and he stalks her or he like gets super angry at her and it's like a disproportionate response to the situation and so she has that emotional trauma probably in the back of her mind and she's like i don't want that to happen again so i'm just gonna tell him that i have a boyfriend
1: in a nice way In yeah. a way. yeah and it's very true what you say because you know like, I have been direct at one point in my life, and and this guy just starts screaming, like, these horrible things to me. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, well, you know, because they take it as rejection, like, really hard rejection, and people just fight back like guys just fight back and they tell you things or they might even like try to hurt you physically because you hurt their ego or whatever so sometimes as a girl you don't really want to go through that and you rather just find like an easy way out or just a way to just keep the peace
0: yeah I mean you might be watching this and thinking well I'm not like that so why is she treating me like that but the thing is she doesn't really know you you're just meeting her and for a woman, it takes more time to build trust because she does have those experiences that she's been through typically, especially if it's an attractive woman who gets hit on a lot, like she has to be more careful because she's going to be more exposed to those crazy experiences. And that's the thing that a lot of guys don't realize. And I used to come from that place too, where I didn't get it. And I was like, why didn't you just tell me, you know, she, she would save me some time at least because I, I would be texting um, like I would be texting a girl or something and she's not responding. I'm like she can just tell me that she's not interested. But it's sometimes from fear or sometimes just because women prioritize harmony over confrontation. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's a bad thing. I, the way I see it, and I think I had to get to the point where I had to just accept that's how things are and start to learn that style of communication too. I had to start to learn how to be more tactful and how to read between the lines and how to respond accordingly. Instead of having that ego of she should tell me I'm going to, I'm not going to change at all, Um, I'm going to like draw a line, draw hard boundaries, that's a very masculine way of approaching it and that's not really approaching it from empathy. Like If you're approaching it from that perspective of she needs to tell me, she needs to be direct, I need to get an answer out of her, then you're coming at, coming at it from a place of lack of empathy, really. And yeah. so until you accept that you're not going to change the other person, you're the one that has to learn how to become more emotionally intelligent and a better communicator by being able to read between the lines and read the subtleties and respond accordingly, you're never going to achieve that level of emotional intelligence. You're never going to be able to maintain a relationship. You're not going to be able to really graduate from emotional adolescence into emotional confidence because you're going to be stuck. I mean, I empathize with this perspective, too. In case you feel that way, like I've been there, too. And it really takes a level of just taking responsibility for yourself and realizing I'm the one that has to change. Like I'm not going to change her and I can't just get mad at her for having a different perspective. I need to be more emotionally mature than that. And sometimes it's also, it's also being more authentic in your communication, but, but gauging, is this someone who I actually get along with? Why am I pushing so hard to hook up with this girl? Is it just because of her looks? or do I actually get along with her? Sometimes you're just forcing a square peg into a round hole. And I found that was the case for me a lot before because I was going to nightclubs, I was in that culture, I was in that environment and I kept trying to hook up with girls that I didn't get along with. And I think that's another thing is just be honest with yourself and realize sometimes you're not aligning with that, you don't have chemistry with her and just let it go. if there's no chemistry there then you don't have to force yourself i know that rsd talks about burn it to the ground and persist to the end and all that stuff and i used to be an advocate of that because you do learn to push your boundaries and you learn how to deal with social pressure but there's a downside to that too and a really dark downside of crossing the, the boundary crossing the line from the other side and getting yourself into trouble and i've seen guys that have really gotten themselves into trouble because of that so um anything that you want to add on that
1: yeah i also want to say you know like it doesn't necessarily mean you know that um there's specific places where you're going to find someone i think it's also about being pretty open and just knowing that you know this is like where I can get with a girl and if it's like really you know she's pushing back and she's being like this it's just not really meant to be it's just like Mm -hmm. like you've said it's not like the type of person I would get along with or whatever and just really know how to take that but not take it as like oh she said no I got rejected and start feeling bad or even like criticizing your own self because of that happened it's just you know it didn't happen and there's other girls you could also talk to like there's so many people in the world really and um and if you're so fixed like on a person you're really gonna see a lot of other opportunities coming Mm -hmm. out of the way and you know it's just it it takes time you're building something you're creating something and yeah like don't be judgmental or anything like that wherever you are because I think that also prevents you from even getting to know someone too yeah
0: Mm -hmm. and what I'll also say is something that messed me up at one point was when I was cultivating all these skills of stronger eye contact and louder voice and being more charismatic and all this stuff. But I was doing it from a place of I want to hook up, I want to have this objective. What messed me up at one point was when I was getting the results that I started to question, okay, are they actually hooking up with me or are they hooking up with this persona that I've built? And so I think that's another thing is sometimes, yeah, the self-development is great. But you're actually externalizing it you're not actually fixing what's inside right you're trying to cover it up by fixing the external factors of doing these things and acting more confident and changing your posture and stuff but usually what happens i mean those things are good too if those are things that you actually want to change but if you're doing it from a place of i want this objective then what tends to happen is you lose sense and touch with your identity and you don't you're not really being authentic and there's like a I think a thin line there because yes it is good to to increase your personal brand in the sense that if you do become more charismatic then you're essentially accentuating who you are already but there's a boundary between that and just being someone who you're not in order to get laid and Mm -hmm. I found that I crossed that boundary at one point because when I was a promoter I was like are they are girls liking me because I work at the club, or is it because of who I am? And what I found is actually, you know, my, my actual self underneath, which is like the thoughtful introvert, I was bearing that. But then I realized that a lot of girls actually do like that, even though there's a bell curve. And yes, maybe you're not at the middle of the bell curve, right? Because you're not within one standard deviation of the mean maybe you're an outlier, but that means that if you just act congruently with who you are, then that one girl who gets along with you is really going to love you because you're not just that that vanilla guy that you see at the club.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that makes total sense because, you know, I mean, I like going to clubs, not all the time, but just to like dance because I like to dance, but that doesn't mean that I don't like Introverts. that doesn't mean that I just, like, you know, the caught looking guy and, like, all this stuff of what we think is attractive. Like, to everyone, everything is super different, and to everyone, you know, it's just a different way of also seeing it. And to me, I've always found that how I'm treated, basically, like, that means a lot to me more than any other stereotype or superficial thing.
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think what you said is actually when we first met you didn't really like the player types yeah. right you didn't really like the guys who are all smooth and stuff like in the club that you meet and they try to talk you up that's the funny thing is so many guys that are in rsd are trying to be that guy i was trying to be that guy and you actually thought i was that guy from my tinder profile
1: uh-huh. right <laughs> yeah because
0: like that's that's how you know guys will oftentimes come up with a tinder profile to represent that persona but then what you actually like is who the person actually is and so I'm like well why not just be that person from the beginning Mm -hmm. that's slightly awkward shy introvert kind of nerdy like if you fully embrace that that's
1: my type (laughs) yeah
0: if you just fully embrace that as a guy there's gonna be the right girl that comes along that gets along with you And if you are the the player type, and that's who you really are, then embrace that too. Like, just embrace who you are, and I know that sounds like be yourself, but it's actually true too, because when you start to improve yourself, and if you're acting out of alignment with who you feel like you actually are, then you will begin to attract girls that you don't actually like, and what happens is you you start to lose touch, or it's almost confusing for yourself and you become more inauthentic and then that's when there's a conflict Mm -hmm. I, i find that's very common in uh in rsc too because or just in the whole pickup industry in general is guys just blindly follow what they see on youtube they try to copy what these guys are doing they try to dress like them i try to dress like them too um they copy the same words they do the same behaviors they try to like you know stand taller or whatever but it's just about being more comfortable with yourself. But I guess the next question is, how do you actually do that? Well, I do talk about that in other videos. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about this advice about like being yourself and how do you actually be yourself?
1: That's a very interesting question because, and I've heard of this advice before, you know, be yourself. But a lot of people don't really know how to do that, even though literally it's like being yourself. But then the thing is like, I would just say, be yourself with no judgment. I think that would be the best way to put it because, you know, they say, be yourself. You kinda like start judging yourself. You say, well, you know what, myself is awkward. Myself is weird. Myself does like this stuff and you start judging yourself. So then you're like, well, you know I'm gonna try to be myself. And as soon as like, You see someone criticize you or you see someone, like, just not really see it the way you see it. You blow off and you think, oh, this is a super bad idea or this wasn't the right way to go. But the thing is, like, you're never going to please anyone completely. Like, everyone's going to have such a different perspective of how they see things. I really don't think that, you know, the world where we are today, that literally means what you should be or what you see on Instagram or whatever, that really means what you should be. I think it's just literally like knowing who you are, being yourself, and putting it out there and just not judging it.
0: Yeah, and I would say in terms of the practical steps, because I've talked about this in earlier videos, is doing something like a 10-day Vipassana meditation retreat or doing something like what Derek talks about, which is just stay in the bathroom for two days with a notebook and don't have technology around you and figure yourself out. Answer those questions in your head. Who am I? What do I stand for? What are my values? What do I like? Not what some guru on YouTube tells you, right? Figure out what your preferences are. And that's really the first step is figuring yourself out and then start acting in alignment with that. Watch, stop watching so many YouTube videos, right? Like you don't have to watch a million of my videos either to try to figure yourself out it's just about finding what works for you and maybe none of that stuff works for you maybe you have to find yourself through music or whatever it is I'm just telling you what's worked for me and you could try it for yourself and experiment and then see but the the main point is this is the central part of how to actually start to accept yourself and quote-unquote be yourself and be more confident if you really want to do that you have to know yourself first and have A level of self-awareness where it's unshakable where you don't you stop caring so much about what people think and it's because it starts people say stop caring what other people think but it starts with yourself it starts with stop judging yourself because if you judge yourself then other people will judge you that's where judgment comes from you think that you walk into a club and people are judging you. Well, it's because you're judging yourself. And
1: yeah, probably no one even saw you walk in. Like yeah, that's people what people don't actually don't. care that
0: much. Yeah,
1: so. and that's like the missing part that a lot of people don't understand. When like they say, "Oh, because I'm gonna get criticized, or they're gonna say this, or they're gonna like." it's always there, there, like, who, who's there, like, no one's there, it's just your own thoughts, it's your inner self, and I also think, you know, other than, uh, going into a space where you can just feel safe within yourself, free of judgment, because that also matters a lot. If other people don't create that space for you, because you know it is hard to be able to find it in some in other people, you know, being able to open up. Sometimes I know for me that's a problem. Create it for yourself. Like, take that time of getting locked in the bathroom or you know do, getting locked <laughs> doing that type of stuff and really just see it as this is my safe space this is where I get to share my with myself like these things and just not judge myself and just love me exactly for who I am and also you know there's always always uh, such a life or just so much ahead for you to evolve because we don't all stay the same all the time there's always going to be involvement there's always going to be things that you probably liked right now and there's going to be things that you liked later on stepping into being open-minded I think really matters a lot too Mm
0: -mm. Mm -hmm. okay so what would you say and we could just maybe wrap it up with this these final points here but um If you had to give a guy advice in terms of, let's say he is in the RSD thing or the pickup thing, do you have any advice for that kind of guy? Like what would you tell him in in his journey to get better with women or to improve his dating life?
1: I would say focus mainly on yourself. That would be my best advice. Like focus on yourself and who you are and learn to love. yourself is and I know this like advice sounds like really girly (laughs) but um it really really helps you connect with yourself and really knowing that you can just literally save up so much time from investing in things like this and trying to figure out trying to create this image of yourself that you don't authentically feel aligned with at the moment Instead of doing that, just really learn to accept yourself and just to say, you know what, I just rock for who I am and like I love that about myself and I don't need anybody else to love it either. Like I do it for myself and when you do that, you actually start attracting people who literally love you for who you are. Yeah. because people start seeing that they start there's, there's this confidence that comes out from being yourself and from truly loving your authentic self and people start magically just getting attracted to that because you're not chasing anyone you're not trying to follow something you're not you know there's like no urgentness anymore And I, you know, I'm a big believer on, like, the more you chase it, the more it goes away. And when you stop doing that, it just comes to you, and you start getting a lot of great people that come into your life. Because people, people just love people who are themselves and who show up as who they are and who they believe in.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and I would also add on to that, it's, you don't have to listen so much to these YouTube videos or take so many boot camps to actually get to know who you are. I find that a lot of guys, including myself at one point, use YouTube videos and podcasts and boot camps and self improvement tools to escape who we are. But when you're doing that, you're really just procrastinating that relationship with yourself. Because once you open up that dialogue with yourself, where you remove yourself from watching so many YouTube videos, because I know what it feels like to binge watch like eight hours or binge listen to YouTube videos. Like I was going door to door at one point and I would just have on like RSD videos, just binge listening to this content. And now I'm at the point where it's it's hard for me to, to even really listen to, to many YouTube videos at all, just because I'm like, I have such a strong, I suppose, knowledge of who I am, or self-awareness of who I am, that I find myself sometimes disagreeing with other people, which I don't mind doing that, but it's like, I already know who I am. I don't need to externalize my information. You have the the answers inside of you, right? Watching another video is not going to solve your problems. Guys keep watching more and more videos, I've done it myself. but. Maybe that's what we'll leave you with is, is when Laura talks about like loving yourself, it really starts with getting to know who you are and then acting in accordance with that, just getting more in tune with your intuition because a lot of times that's what women mean when they give that advice of being yourself or being authentic. It's just acting in alignment with your intuition. If you feel like doing something, if you feel like saying something, then just say it or do it and that's emotional honesty and that's when a girl can trust you and that's when things become more effortless you don't have to try so hard when you're going out. That's really the biggest shame is that I see guys and they try all these things and they're trying super hard and sometimes it actually does work and they think it's because they're trying so hard or they're doing these try hard tactics that it's working and they become addicted to that validation but in actuality it's just because they're putting themselves out there more. It's just because they're, doing, they're talking to more people. It exactly,
1: has, it's a numbers game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it has nothing really so much to do with like what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the fact that you're putting yourself out there more. And uh, it's funny because that's what I used to teach. Is like I used to teach guys, I'm like, I'm not going to coach you on what to say because it really doesn't matter that much. Like Most of the communication happens subconsciously anyway it happens on a more like a nonverbal level and so what actually matters more is that we get you to the point where well I used to teach some things about like body language and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. but also how do you get to that point where you're fully outcome independent and I that word is oftentimes overused but what I mean by that is you just you're unfiltered you're not really thinking so much about what you're doing so that's pretty much it i'm end of rant um anything else that you want to add or no
1: i'm good i mean that makes complete sense and yeah i like where this is going towards i'm all about this like being yourself and being your more authentic self and also like just putting yourself out there with no judgment
0: yeah all right so we're gonna leave you with that and hopefully this is helpful and we'll talk soon Take care.